I'm Dr. Angela. And I'm Candace. And we are the hosts of the Just Be Real Sis podcast. Yes, we are. Do you guys believe in the power of collaboration over competition? We do. Why? Because we're two successful women who know that we are an unstoppable force, especially when we align and focus on what really matters most in life. And so we live our lives this way every single day because we know that the most impactful outcome is a collective win. We believe that women can and should win together. We understand that growth and success, that they're the goals. And we love to live boldly. We love to live authentically and we live unapologetically. So we encourage you to do the same. We embrace our strength, but we also respect our vulnerability. We provide a safe space for ourselves and for others to be genuine, to be celebrated, but most importantly, to be valued. And we never miss a chance to use our voices to highlight people and issues that align with our mission of authenticity and commitment to humanity, because it isn't about being impressive. It's about being impactful. And so we understand the need for real conversations from diverse perspectives because we're more alike than we are different. And when we share our stories, we create the opportunity for mutual understanding and alignment. And guess what? We know that inclusion and honesty, that there are superpowers. And so we don't build walls, we tear them down. The only requirement to join us is just be real, sis. Well, welcome back to Just Be Real, Sis. This is a very special episode because we are going to do a year in review in a year uh, like we've never seen before. So before we get into that, I want to say, hey, sis, we are at the end of 2020. We made it. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. We are sitting here and I told uh, sis, as, as we're telling you now, that we find ourselves in this very unique place in time. And so we wanted to make sure that we captured this moment on the podcast because we have we are navigating through a global pandemic, but we are still moving forward. The things that we've learned this year, I think, will will carry with us from now on. And so we want to make sure that we take the opportunity to just reflect on this year and, and talk about some of the things that we learned and experienced as we navigated through something that has been literally unprecedented. So sis, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited because a year in reflection um, to think that, you know, we've gone through so much and we've seen so much this year, um, a year like no other. But when we go back and look, it's been amazing. Oh my goodness. I think oh. it's been the best. I think it's been the best. It has just gotten better and better. Every single episode has just gotten just more and more <laughs> impactful. And I think it is because, first of all, we're blessed to know a lot of amazing people, but also because we have been very intentional around what we put out there for our listeners, especially this year. And so we, you and I were looking through the list of, of guests that we've had this year, and I think it was even amazing to us, <laughs> the people that have been here with us this year. You said we've talked to all of those phenomenal people, oh my goodness, and learned so much along the way. And to think when we started to do this podcast, there was um, doubt and we didn't let it creep in. Mm. There 
was um, just uncertainty of what it would bring and who would we um, be able to reach and look at us. Like here we are at the end of 2020 and I can't wait to go over this list of episodes. Yes. So what we're doing is we're really doing a recap to take you through the amazing episodes from this year. And if you haven't listened to all of them, this is really like a summary of what the year has been, which is to encourage you to go back and make sure you get all of these episodes and that you listen to all of them because we're just going to touch a little bit on each one. But sis, when we looked at this year and we looked at the first episode that we did this year, we started off the year with our good friend, MJ Harris. My goodness, my goodness. We talked about the fact that you are your superpower and the gems that he brought to that conversation and his transparency in that conversation was just so, so powerful. He shared with us that not only were we excited to talk to him, but there was a moment in that episode where he said it was perfectly timed for him as well. You remember that? I do. And he talked about operating in your authenticity and I really decided to channel that. And I used that conversation multiple times throughout the year. Um, understanding that um, perfect is the enemy and mm. what it looks like to show up in a room unapologetically Candace. And, you know, I've tried to subscribe to that for several years, but in 2020, I think people were getting the, the full version of me in every room. And a lot of that has to do with the conversation that we had with MJ at the beginning of the year. I think we've carried that theme throughout. I think we were already there, but having that conversation with him just kind of elevated our commitment to that to the next level. And so after MJ's episode, then we had the opportunity to bring in a very special guest, which uh, sis, beautiful, beautiful daughter, uh, one of the triplets, Kelsey Morgan, who was so amazing and wowed us so much. She is the only guest that we've ever had that we've done two back-to-back -back episodes with. And so I want to highlight just some of the things that Kelsey shared with us in those episodes, sis, because I think a lot of young people uh, were really, really impacted by what she shared. And then it also led to some opportunities for her, which I want you to talk about too. Absolutely. So she uh, reminds me that she said, hey, I, I was able to do two episodes with you guys. Um, she had so, you know, so many gems. And I think for parents, um, just her willingness to talk to us. And one of the things that you said to her is we will ask some tough questions. And as parents, we have to be prepared to listen. And when she shared with us, you know, um, how she feels about bullying and some of the challenges that she's faced um, and how she stands up against it. So what that did for Kelsey is it allowed her to then be very open to opportunities. And when she would see things happening within her school, she had the courage because she, she knows, she was like, I was on a podcast talking to uh, multiple people about it. And so you haven't gone back and really listened to that episode. Um, she told us some things that I had no idea was happening with our young people. And then um, we touched on everything from depression to um, just image, self-image and, and confidence. And um, I'd love for you to share the difference between self-esteem and self-worth, sis, as you did on that episode, because people really need to hear. Uh, Kelsey, she references it often. So I think it's important to raise a difference in, the, in between those two definitions, because I think people use them interchangeably and they don't really 
understand the difference. And so self-esteem, I've met a lot of people who have what appears to be a self, you know, healthy self-esteem. Like they feel good about themselves. They get up, they put themselves together. They um, do all the things that society says you should do to exhibit this confident person. But then when you have them talk about advocating for themselves or speaking to what they bring to the table or talking about their gifts and talents, they become uncomfortable. And that's self-worth. And so I think it's important to make sure you put a good you know, package together externally. But what's more important is do you understand the value that you bring from the inside out? And so I think that was something that we were able to talk to Kelsey about. She, she blew our minds with some of the things that she revealed through her transparency around the things that are going on in her uh, friend circle and, and people in her school. And she really opened the door and created the space for us to learn as parents, the two of us, right, and other parents, how to have a conversation with your teen in a way that has significant impact. And you know, something that was born out of each episode as we're going through it. So I talked about channeling um, my inner MJ and operating in my authenticity. Well, one thing that Kelsey and I decided to start doing was the daily affirmations. And that's something that you can do with your children and particularly our daughters. We have to save our daughters and as mothers, we have to really lead by example. So one of the things that we say daily is that I'm, um, I'm a wealth generator. I am God's best idea. I am one of God's best creations um, and there's countless others. So that was something that we started to do and put into practice right after that episode. Love it. So I need everybody to write those down Go back. Let's do those again. I think those are beautiful, beautiful affirmations. And so it was so good the first episode that we had Kelsey come back and do a second episode just to continue the conversation. And once again, she did not disappoint. She delivered so poised, so mature. Um, I think it was just uh, awesome that she was able to share that with us. And so coming off of Kelsey's episodes, which were so good, we took a completely different shift and we had the amazing Minda Hearts on our podcast talking about her book, The Memo. So do you remember what that was like, sis, to have Minda here and just have her just give so freely and transparently about her experience in corporate America as a woman of color? Minda wrote the book that we had all been thinking and she used her courage um, to put it out uh, for the world to see. And she even talks about that on the episode. She just put it out there and she didn't know, you know what would happen so when you think about saying yes, when you're afraid, we've referenced that on several episodes. That's exactly what she did. She had no idea um, what the feedback would be, but man, oh man, the feedback has been incredible and other hey. people have stepped up and, and really teaching women how to um, secure their seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not just that, but I think she's gone on to also highlight as part of the book that not just the importance of securing your seat, but what are you going to do when you get the seat? How are you going to create impact and change for others as you sit in those seats? And so it was, you remember the day when I called you and I said, you've got to get this book. I literally was reading passages out of the book to you <laughs> as you were driving. I was driving and you said, what are you doing? And I, I said, I'm driving. You said, pull over. <laughs> I was like, you have to hear this because I, she was, you know, that it was something that was just, th there had to be some divine intervention in what she wrote because it touches 
so specifically a lot of the areas thoughts uh, that I think we've all experienced at some point or another uh, on this journey. And so just love the book. And so we had to shout out Minda at the end of the year because she was a, a big part of uh, our 2020 and we want to make sure go get her book, the memo. If you don't, if you've not read it, like do yourself a favor and go get it. <laughs> and once you get in the room, what do you do when you get yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah. Once you get the seat, don't become a seat warmer. Yes. Oh, since remember we had that conversation, we were like, don't be the silk plant in the right. corner. Make sure, make sure you're actually utilizing your space. So yeah, you're exactly right. And so sis, we, we came off the episode with Minda and then we, we shifted gears a little bit and we talked about what happens when your passion can't wait. And our guest was GC Cash, who has so many talents music industry djs he's from a start broker like so many varieties like of things that he was doing do you remember when um he was just talking about how he had to seize the moment in front of him and utilize his network to kind of grow and shift out of what everybody thought he should be doing and now he finds himself in this space where he's traveled with artists all over the world Yes. And, you know, one of the things that he mentioned was, you know, what is it that you want out of life? And, you know, when people ask you that question, as simple as it may sound, what do you want? Oftentimes they can't give you an answer. And so I think for him, you know, he was traveling with all of these, you know, wonderful artists, but he's at some point said, well, what is it that I want? And that's what led him to start doing, you know, not just with DJing, but film. And asking those tough questions and then um, understanding that um, he mentioned music is a universal language mm -hmm. and that we need to really expand who we are, stretch ourselves, um, really get outside of those comfort zones. So nugget after nugget um, was dropped. And then one of the things that I have to mention about that connection with GC is that he connected us to other people, um, which led to um, more guests on the podcast because mm -hmm. he said, I see what you guys are doing and I really want to support the efforts and the work and what you're putting into the world. Um, and, and we always talk about collective when, well, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So we have to say thank you to GC because he yeah. was uh, integral in, in making some of these connections. And not only did he say that he would do it, but he did. And we have been able to meet some amazing people from our connection to him and his willingness to share. So for sure, we want to make sure that we give a special highlight in 2020 uh, to GC Cash. And he became a dad. So congratulations uh, with your new addition as well, GC. So sis, after GC, we, we came back home, right? And we had a conversation with Carol Coletta, who was just phenomenal on the podcast. So real. She even asked, she said, now can I be an honorary sis after this? <laughs> yeah, Memphis's finest, she did. Um, just born and raised um, in the city that I grew up in and, and then traveling to other cities, um, particularly in urban communities and learning from those cities and then taking her dream and bringing it back to this city. Um, and we talked to her about equity and access for all. And for her to have this dream that in a city like Memphis, Tennessee, um, don't count us out. 
Um, her dream is so big to bring this city together. And she, I think that, you know, by her wanting to do it outside, she's really ahead of her time because who knew we were going into this pandemic and she's redeveloping our parks. Um, she talks a lot about real estate, but just understanding the landscape and working with city government. Um, she too, again, every episode, but she poured so much into us and, and really her, I, I feel just don't ever give up on your dreams. Yeah. The one thing that stuck out from the conversation, and there were many with Carol, uh, was a couple of things. She said that people counted her out because her story was different from most, right? And they didn't believe that she would be able to push past some of her early challenges and still show up as a leader and do all the things that she's done across uh, the country. But then the thing that I really remembered is she said, you know, when people came at me that way, I thought, but I'm from Memphis. <laughs> Do you remember when she said that? And she took that as a badge of honor. I have the shirt. Yes, I know, sis. You have the shirt that says she from Memphis. It's a whole, it's a whole different uh, existence. So when Carol said that, I immediately looked at you and I said, okay, so it's not just sis. Because I think when she said that, even though those were her words, what she was really saying is, you know, I come from a place where you, you have to have some grit. You have to have, you know, the ability to persevere. And so she really credited that with a lot of her success. So it was an amazing episode. We wanted to highlight uh, some local amazing women. And we did that a little bit later in the season as well. But we came from the conversation with Carol. And then we talked to one of our good friends, Kibi Anderson, who did amazing work with Red Table Talk. My goodness. And then... Uh, brought in her dream of creating uh, 100 billionaires in her lifetime. So that got us really excited. Uh, so yeah, remember that conversation with Kibi, sis? Yes, and I love when Kibi talked about, you know, starting very young, you know, going to uh, Singapore at 16 and, and just remembering how just being open to that at a very young age and what that did, it just opened up her world to new opportunities. Um, and then something else that stood out about her episode is when she, you know, moved from New York um, to LA and how, you know, people were saying, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, mm -hmm. and then really want to do. And um, do you really know enough about that? And she did it anyways. So sometimes you have to go against the grain. And there were many things that came out of that conversation, but that was one of the things that she said. And uh, even in some later episodes, we've heard other people say that who made shifts in their career, that it was against really the advice of other people, but they made the move anyway, and uh, they won as a result of doing that. And so many gems in the episode with Kiwi, but I think that's one particular to 2020 that people will be able to apply over and over again. It may not make sense, but sometimes you got to do it anyway. And you know something else that she mentioned, because we titled it from Harvard to the Red Table, um, she talked about the power of her circle. That's been a common thread in all of these conversations. Yes. Come up, the, the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. Well, you know how we feel about that, sis. Like, it, it's the whole reason why this podcast was born, was because the conversations that we have and the way that we have shown up for one another year after year after year after year 
it is a testament to, I think, a lot of the reason why we've had the confidence to do a lot of the things that we've done is because we have each other as that resource. And so when Kiba brought that forward and the fact that we met her in, you know, one interaction and there was this immediate connection and once again, her willingness to pour in and give back, maintain that connection, I think uh, it was just a beautiful thing from the very beginning when we first met her. And so love, 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 Kibi. was so happy that we were able to have her this year. And then we, look, we talked to an energy powerhouse right after Kibi, uh, Meredith, <laughs> Meredith Moore Crosby was uh, our next guest. And we talked about getting unstuck. So of course, you know, there was lots of alignment on that episode because She's just a she's just a ball of energy. And so I have to tell you this. If you are not following her and getting her Monday motivation messages, uh, I think it's at Meredith Moore Crosby is her IG. Make sure you do that because she'll get you going on a Monday for sure. Yeah, Monday motivation with Meredith is is gets me out, you know, <laughs> up and going, uh, pumps me up for the day. And, you know, some of the things that Meredith talked about was being the first, right? Mm-hmm walking into that room. But one of the things that I think she does such a great job at is um, perspective, how she looks at things. And, you know, that is a lesson because things are going to happen and it's how you look at it. And I know people know that, but I just have to say it over and over again. And on that episode, when she talked about, um, you know, her being a vegan, working for mcdonald's right 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 and still finding a way to to have passion in that space but then she also helped navigate through some of the challenges that she faced being one of the few um and in some cases the only person of color in the workplace and some of the challenges that came with that and how she had to really dig deep to navigate through some of those spaces it was just a, it was a powerful episode for sure. And the youngest too, sis. And the youngest, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so to lead the way, to be the youngest, to be one of the few and in some cases the only in an environment where you may not always have the support you need but still find a way to win, I think mm, that was also something that we saw come through a number of episodes. And so, uh, yeah, her transparency was was amazing, it was amazing. And so who do we have next after Meredith, sis? Kayla Rodriguez Graf and the pause after her name. <laughs> let me tell you, powerhouse. Yes, hilarious. She's so funny. Um, I, I remember going back listening to the episode, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Um, but we talked about the be- the best place for a woman is in the C suite, and mm-hmm. just you know her tenacious attitude towards these conversations when she's in the room with investors and um, just being in this male-dominated industry and going from corporate America um, to starting her own business and the amount of money that Kayla has been able to raise, Mm. uh, you know, ranking her in one of the top female um, people in the country. I just, man, you know, you cannot um, do anything but respect it. You can't Mm -hmm. respect but her grind, her professionalism. And I guess, you know, back to, you know, even with the Carol episode and they know each other, but about being counted out, you know, Kayla was talking about how many times she's been in a room and started talking and they're like, but can we talk to someone else? Can, can we right. talk to her brother? You know, she's like, but I'm the CEO. Well, can and we the founder. Yeah. I'm the founder. No, can we talk to a different person? And so what does that look like? And how do you, you know, keep showing up when people try to water you down? 
the one thing that I have replayed in my head over and over again, because she, we asked her, you know, what is it like to walk in those rooms where people don't respect you as a founder, as a CEO of a multi-million dollar um, company? And she said, it's, it's a gift. I want them to put all of the ugly on the table. All of it. She said, because then I know what I'm dealing with. And so I have used that phrase so many times, sis. I'm like, no, throw all the ugly on the table. I want to see it. Show me your ugly. Yeah. Show me your ugly. And um, yeah, so she took a place in a position of power in that area, which I think is a lesson to so many women because I'm sure it could be disheartening. And in some cases, maybe even uh, intimidating for people to not give you, you know, the respect that you've worked so hard to earn. So I loved how she just took control of that situation and, and really just walked in her power in that situation. So that was an amazing conversation. And she also is a mom like us. And so we were able to talk about uh, balancing motherhood yeah. and uh, being in business at the same time. So Kayla. She, she has a new baby and she still took time in the day with us. So, yeah, yes, she did. Yes, she did. So, so happy that we were able to have her on the show this year. And so, <laughs> after <laughs> Kaylin, <laughs> and we're already laughing because if you have not listened to this episode, <laughs> you your whole life. Like, like, we talked about the gift of owning your story with Gina Neely. And all I can say, is I wish we had been recording before we started and after we were done recording because she just continued to give like through laughter and joy and share very powerful moments with us, extremely transparent moments with us that I know impacted every person who listened to that episode, specifically the question we asked her around who would she have dinner with. So I won't ruin it. We won't ruin it on this episode, but go back and listen to that episode. Uh, the one thing that I think I learned from talking to Gina, and you and I talked about this, sis, was you can see that she's in at this place in her life where she understands that her voice is the most important. And she's not willing to relinquish that position in her life. It was just like a piece that she had when she was talking and this certainty about who she is, which was just amazing to watch and capture in that episode. Uh, I know we were laughing a lot, but what did you take away from the conversation? So, so many things that, you know, she's a ball of energy. You really want to just keep talking to her. You really want to bottle up her energy. Um, she has a, a million dollar smile and, and she will make you laugh. Um, you know, um, I say that humor is good for the soul. It really is. And, and laughter is. But, you know, a couple of things, and you've mentioned it, um, she talked about um, forgiveness and apologizing to people when we get it wrong. And that's always something that we shy away from because mm -hmm. we talk about when you get it wrong and going back and admitting it and then making things right. So um, I loved our conversation around forgiveness. Um, and then I also, again, I won't spoil it. You have to go back and listen. Um, but when we ask her about legacy, she mm. talks about the evolution of self and she's not done. She's right. like, I'm still going, I'm still um, defining what that looks like. And so for people of all ages and all backgrounds and all industries, you will not put her in a box. You know, she said, I, you know, the best is yet to come. Yeah. And I love that because I think at a certain place, you know, people feel like you've reached their idea of what success looks like and that they're done. And she's like, no, I'm redefining success every day. 
and I'm finding new things to do every day and continuing to, you know, put herself in different spaces um, that allow her to utilize her gifts and talents. So, so many lessons in that episode. And then we talked about the race to stay relevant with Janae Bolden. And the one thing that I remember, sis, that you and I went back and we talked about after her episode was how she unapologetically found a way to talk specifically about the women in her circle and what it is that they bring to the world. And so I know we we talk about, you know, surrounding yourself with people who never miss an opportunity to mention your name in rooms where you may not be there. Well, she perfectly exhibited that on the episode that we had with her. She did. And I will not forget that. And I know that women are doing the same thing for her. So go back, listen to that episode. She highlights them and she made sure that she created a space where we're aligned with those women. Uh, Sis, you do that all the time. We were just talking about matching skill sets and you know, you never miss an opportunity to say, okay, this person needs to be aligned with this person. And I think we need more of that. And um, she um, also um, talked about something that we've been talking more and more about in corporate America, which is the natural hair journey and being really open to have that conversation because it is a touchy subject for us. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so she's created a whole initiative around this. And so she's even created uh, some jewelry that we talked about as it pertains to this journey as well. And so that was the one thing that Minda discussed in her book as well. So it's it's a theme that pulled through into the conversation with Janae. And, you know, in her day-to-day life, she's responsible for figuring out the things that are most relevant and, and top of mind from a newsworthy standpoint and what's relevant. And so the fact that even in that space of where she works, she still went back to the importance of her circle and her friends and her relationship with her mom and and the fact that her mom is one of her, you know, top critics that keeps her on her toes. She was just very real, very real in a world um, and in the industry where maybe that's not always celebrated. So that was something that was amazing to see from her. And she mentioned that even with being, a, you know, with Vasa, she talked about making sure that you do everything with integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, not just taking this story that, you know, you, you vet the work and, and you um, always come from a place of um, respect and integrity. And I can appreciate that. Um, That's why we call it the race to stay relevant. She's not just putting stuff out there. You know, we definitely live in a world of, you know, we just want to be first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't mean quality or have to be right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but are you ready to be first? Like, that's the question. Like, can you get out here and, and say something when you're first? I think people just, to your point, they just want to get out there. And so lots, lots of gems in her episode. And so right after Janae, like we kind of stayed in this place of entertainment and we had a conversation with Sue Solo. <laughs> Influencer of the year. Yes. On a billboard, Sue Solo, uh, Yes, syndicated radio, uh, talk show hosts. uh, (laughs) On the radio, just, yeah. If if unapologetic was a person. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Also called herself uh, your favorite Ethiopian, right? Which was amazing. But 
What was really powerful about Sue's story is that she played her position when a lot of people counted her out or may not have realized that what she was doing was strategic. She talked about spending nine years working as the person at the front door of some of Atlanta's most exclusive events. But in that time, she was learning. She was creating relationships. She was figuring out what she ultimately wanted out of life. And she utilized her experience at the door, right, to start opening her own doors. And so playing your position, no matter where it is, was one of the just the powerful takeaways from the conversation with Sue. And cultivating relationships and understanding your brand mm-hmm. and your brand equity, because, um, you know, we heard about that last night and that just stuck with me because Sue touches on that. You know, she said, I will not put my name on anything if it's not done with quality. I will not support an event if, um, you know, if it's not done right. So I, I think that was, you know, just some of the conversation that really stuck with me. And then also when she talked about, you um, you know, self-care and going and talking to someone and understanding, yeah. yes, and how she important really is. Uh, protecting your mental health and, and that space. And it, it took her to get to this year, 2020, you know, mm-hmm. just like, um, to, to realize that. Yeah, that's true. I think that has been the theme this year since like the pandemic in 2020 has really put us all in this place where people are just more transparent. They understand that that's where the gold is, right? That's where the value is, is telling all parts of your story and and sharing, you know, some of your struggles and the things that you've done to overcome them. That's what really resonates with people. And so each of our guests this year, they've done that in some way or another. They've, they've brought those stories forward. And I think we saw that um, significantly in our episode that came after Sue and that was with Joy Brown. Yes. And, and no, listen, okay. You have to take a pause. You just have to take a pause because. I have to pause for Joy. Um, I, I just wanted to say one more thing about um, what you just said about 2020 and the year for all of us. The way that I would say it is, you know, 2020 was the year for most people where we just put everything on the table, right? This was the year we put everything on the table. And when you think about, and you know, this is funny because if I could flip my camera around, right now I'm sitting at my dining room table. Right. What is interesting, and I had this moment this morning, was, you know, I'd never used this room. I never used my dining room. I've lived in this house 14 years, never used the dining room. And then when I was forced to use it, I did. And there's stuff all over this table. And I think that's been the year for everyone. It's mm-hmm. the year put it all on the table. Now you might not like what you see. It may not be pretty, um, but it is a full autopsy of your house, your life. You were forced to put it all on the table. Um, and so then that takes me right to joy. Yeah. I feel personally that because we were all willing to put it on the table, because we're in this place of openness and learning and just being completely transparent, God aligns us to then get people like joy, right? Mm-hmm. And her name is who she is. She brings joy when you talk to her. We would have never been prepared for those opportunities and those conversations if we were doing it the old way. Yeah. Too afraid yeah. to put it on the table and put it out there. And we were we had the mask and the, we would never be blessed to yeah. meet like joy because we wouldn't be ready. We weren't yeah. prepared for those conversations. I don't yeah. know how about it but that for me is like that's why God continues to put these people in my life now because yeah. I wasn't ready before I wasn't ready 
um, for the magnitude of the blessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the conversations would have been as rich. No, they wouldn't have been as rich. What do you have the substance to bring to the conversation if you yeah. haven't had any real experiences? Mm -hmm. If everything's always pretty, what exactly are you talking about? Right. Nothing. You're talking about surface level stuff. You're laughing, but that's the, nothing. And so it, it was just beautiful to watch all of these amazing people that we interviewed take their defenses down, right? Just open themselves up to, to us and to our listeners and, and share just, I mean, you got to keep in mind some of the people that we talk to, I mean, we're talking about Joy Brown, right? And she doesn't even, she will minimize what she brings to the Google table. Her. That's all I can say is Google her. Just Google her. But in her episode, she just shared um, so much with us and I think the title of the episode like perfectly sums her up she is the real deal and not just in the way that you think right because she has years of accolades in her industry because she's had firsthand uh, you know experience and influence over several people that you know in the music industry but when she talked about who she is as a person who she is as a mom like what she wants to give to the world and her commitment to making sure that she pays attention to the people that nobody else pays attention to. The people that do the work behind the scenes and make things happen. It was, it was just amazing. She is um, the definition of giving a voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. that yeah. She will make sure that you're heard. And, you know, we have all these people jockeying to be first and talking about getting into these rooms. Joy wants you to know and understand the people that are behind those folks getting in the room. I love that. Who's behind the creative? Um, yes. I, I've often said it's so funny. Um, you know, we cannot go an episode. We've actually, we did it on our last one. We didn't reference Beyonce, but I think it's time right now. Yeah, we must to take a pause. pause. <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip from my Queen Bee mug. Wait a minute. <laughs> but I can remember um, since when we were at the Beyonce concert and it took her 90 seconds to put on that red latex. Do you remember that? And you said, listen, if you, if anybody can do that and you right. don't put some respect, you're hating. <laughs> oh, if, you, if you hate on Beyonce, I will send you the picture of her in the red latex. <laughs> if you, because I can't use any red latex. Right? And, and I said to myself, who helped, right? Yeah. And we don't talk about those people because you know she did it within a matter of a second. She had to go yeah. behind and someone had to help her and I'm, they had baby powder on standby. She had four people. And they slid her into that. And I say all of that to say, Joy is making sure that all of these people that are behind the creative, that they have a voice. Mm -hmm. And you know, you just won't find many people like that to promote other people for real and put them out front. So I yeah. absolutely and create initiatives to do so with right. co-creators and all the amazing thing that, things that she's doing. And then now to, to be in this place where you're giving back, not just to the people that are assisting in these rooms, but cultivating the next generation. And everybody doesn't want to be in the spotlight. I've heard people say that, like, I don't want to be on stage, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's okay. I want to be behind the camera. And, and But we would need to know who those people are when they run those credits. Absolutely. Well, she is their champion. Uh, no yeah. doubt about that. And then that brought us to the last interview that we did this year. Lonnie Phillips. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's all I can say is. Oh my goodness. 
Well, we didn't know this when we were doing the interview. So you guys, we started out the year, you know, with the title of You Are Your Superpower. Mm -hmm. And then Lonnie says on our last episode, take back your power. Mm. In case you forgot along this journey, along this year, it's time. Mm -hmm. And that episode was so emotional and so raw and so real for us that now what I know we have to do is our work isn't done. We have to continue to level up. She talked about the blueprint and not having one, but she's given it to us. She's handed it's a gift. Mm -hmm. Go do this. Don't overthink it. She's telling you exactly what you need to do. Yeah. What so few people will do. Right. They will tell you, you know, the top layer of their journey. And that's it. But not only did she share that, but she provided action steps. She gave you strategy. She told you exactly what to do, which I hope people understand the importance of the gift that she gave, the several gifts that she gave in that episode. And we really had to push through that episode, sis, because we were so emotional and just blown away by her level of just being selfless in, in what she provided. Because people have to pay for that kind of information. Yes. 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 And she shared it with us and with you uh, selflessly. So it was the perfect way to, to wrap up the conversations that we had this year. Definitely make sure that you go back. And, and I would recommend starting at the beginning of the year with MJ and then working your way uh, throughout the episodes through the course of this year. Uh, I'm amazed as I sit here and we reflect this that in spite of everything that happened this year, to still be committed to having these conversations and now to be at this place in the year and look back and see how relevant and timely those conversations were. That was divine. That was divine. I'm forever changed. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. And so, so much so, we had to make sure that we did a bonus episode, this one, where we just shared our reflections with you and where we took an intentional look back at all of the amazing people that uh, walked through this journey uh, with us during this year of, of pandemic and that we took the time and space to honor this experience because it's been unlike any other. It's been unlike any other, but I've learned a lot. Uh, and I know you've said that you've learned a lot this year as well, sis. And I think I, I didn't even know that it would be possible for us to become closer, but I think this year... We have um, on so many other levels that we, we didn't even anticipate. And so that's one of the greatest blessings that I'll take out of 2020 is that it may have been a tough year, but I was able to navigate it with an amazing circle and uh, have these opportunities to just become closer to you as a sister. Uh, so that was the ultimate gift this year. I couldn't agree more. And to just think, sis, when we were you know, sitting in Starbucks and should, <laughs> should we not, should we upload the video and start the podcast? Um, and we did it. And to be here now, um, we are so much closer and we were already so close, but I think mm -hmm. allowing ourselves to tap into places that we didn't even know existed and being really open to it um, and, and leading um, every situation, showing up, being very intentional for one another, um, you know, I just, I just couldn't do this thing without you. I'm just so blessed. Love you so much. Um, I'm just looking forward to, 
um, what's about to happen in our lives because mm-hmm. I believe that that's what we've been just gearing up for. Um, mm-hmm. We will not look back on this year and say that it was a flop because oh. of what we just saw. And and, mm-hmm. and we started talking through this. It's been like a one episode's been building off the next on, on the nexus. It's been this really cool cadence that we couldn't have planned. Mm-hmm. So the word that you used is, is perfect. Just the yeah. Yeah, so good. So I'm excited about 2021. I think this year is uh, still the year of perfect vision. I know we've been saying that even with all the challenges. And so I can't wait to see what comes next. What comes next? Looking forward to season three. Sis, can you believe it? Season three. We're going into season three. Come on, season three. (laughs) Can't believe it. It seems like we were just out here I mean right like it's the end of the calendar year so now we move into our next season and so I think as long as we continue to you know keep our intentions as they have been already and that's about impact and making sure that we put good things out there that I can't wait to see what's to come but I know it's going to be great and I know that it's going to be with you so that's going to make it even better so it's been a great 2020 and I'm looking forward to 2021 Amen. Amen. And the best is yet to come. And I'm so glad for our listeners to stay on this journey with us. And I just want to send them a special thank you um, mm. for being with us on this journey and continuing to ask people to subscribe to the Just Be Real Sis podcast, because here is where we're creating impact and really leading with change. So um, that sounded like a commercial and not it's on purpose. <laughs> Did y'all get that? Trying to go back and listen to that. That was a whole com- that might be our commercial for 2021. Um, I'm just saying. So just so thankful for our subscribers and our listeners and how they yeah. can support and share. Um, because that's what it's all about. That is exactly well, sis, I think that you bring up a good point, right? It, they are so important. So let's, because you know, we would normally give tips. I think it's important coming out of 2020 that we give some action items or things that we challenge our listeners to do coming into the new year. So one of those things that you brought up was taking your power back, which we got Lonnie. So this year, take your power back. Don't limit yourself uh, to the expectations or the opinions of other people. Get really, really clear around what it is that you want. And what does that look like? And how do you get there? And so take your power back. If you had to choose one lesson, sis, to give to the listeners to take them into the coming year, what would you what would you give them? It's, it's simple. Um, the title of the episode, just be real. Mm. Best version of you. That's it. Just That's be it. real. Like stop trying to be who everyone else wants you to be. Just mm-hmm. be real. Mm. Well, there's nothing left to say about that other than uh, happy 2020 uh, and happy new year. <laughs> We're looking forward to seeing you in season three. Yes, I cannot wait to see you guys in season three. Don't forget to subscribe and share so we can grow this movement. If you have show ideas or would like to be considered as a special guest, you can email us at justberealsis at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Just Be Real Sis Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. As always, remember to serve first, stay encouraged, be kind, and just be real, sis.